Welcome to another episode of the Home Run on Wheels podcast, where we chronicle the baseball trip of a lifetime while raising awareness of the needs of children in the foster system through our partnership with Children's Hope Alliance. This is Ron Clements with my wife, Patty. Hello. And maybe I should have said something like, howdy, y'all. We are in Texas, after all. We are currently in San Antonio, but getting ready to head south to Houston, where we will go to stadium number 27 at Minute Maid Park. We're actually going to go tomorrow night, Tuesday, and then again on Sunday, the 2nd of September, and Holmes will be going to his third Major League Baseball game, not just of 2018, but of his 11 years of life. Right, and I am glad that in this hot state that it is going to have the roof closed so that my baby can be cool. Yeah, probably going to be about 100 degrees as it is, as it has been in San Antonio and in Austin and... And heck, across Arizona and into New Mexico and West Texas, that was a long drive from Phoenix to Central Texas, where we are now, and especially going across Texas on, what day was that? That was uh, that was Friday, as we left Phoenix Thursday morning, got all the way through Las Cruces, New Mexico. And spent the night in Anthony, Texas, which is uh, right, it literally sits right on the Texas-New Mexico border. There is, the town is split. There is an Anthony, New Mexico and an Anthony, Texas. Yeah, that was kind of cool. We wanted to stay in New Mexico so we could hit another state. Right. And we did that, but we were right there on the border and we actually got to meet up with someone that we met on our trip. Yeah, Lance Williams, who we met at Yellowstone as a teacher in El Paso. It's a science teacher, and uh, we met him at Yellowstone, and he emailed me uh, Wednesday night, right before we left Phoenix, and was like, hey, I'm wondering when you guys are going to be in El Paso, and we're, I'm like, uh, we'll be there in a couple days. So we he actually met us for dinner at a place, at his restaurant, that was pretty much right on the border itself. Pretty close. Yeah, very close. Like a stone's throw. <laughs> yeah, but it was really good. It was the food was really good. It was, I was excellent. Really glad it was called you found that place. A camarón, which means shrimp, right? Pelao, which means naked. So basically, the naked shrimp. Oh my! <laughs> so we did get some shrimps. We did, and they were very tasty. And then we got up really early though Friday morning, and began our trek across West Texas through El Paso. And you were in the back working while I was driving. It's basically a 600-mile drive to get from El Paso to Austin. And in an RV, that took about 11 hours. It also took longer because we got behind a very bad accident. I mean, there was a helicopter that was on Interstate 10, and I really hope there were no fatalities there. Yeah, it, it didn't look good. So no, it did not. So hopefully everyone was... Car went right in as the safe as they could be coming back of, of a semi trailer went right underneath it, so it was uh, it was pretty bad. But once we got back on the road, we were delayed for about forty five minutes or so. But once we got back on the road, we still <laughs> we only stopped for gas twice, and then we had that accident. And the second time we stopped for gas, we ate lunch, right. which we had just had leftovers in the RV already from the night before at 
Uh, El Camarón. Camarón Palau, right. right. Uh, what were you going to say? I was just going to say I had my own personal sauna in the back. Yeah, pretty much. You actually came up to the front and was like, hey, I just want you to see this. And you're just like dripping with sweat. Yeah, because we, you've been like, well, how hot is it back there? Yeah. We, well, I'm going to show we, you. We tried to run the generator with the AC, but for whatever reason, the uh, generator turned itself off. I don't know. Maybe it was, maybe it was overheating itself. Could be. I don't know. I'm um, going to get a fan. I have one fan for back there, but I have that. You pretty pointed. much just turn that on Holmes. Exactly. Holmes gets the fan. He's priority. So. And by the way, Sunday was National Dog Day. So I hope you dog folks celebrated accordingly with your pups. We took. Every home. day is dog day. Pretty for much. He's pretty my much. Boy. Yeah. After exploring San Antonio on Sunday, we did take the boy for a walk uh, once it cooled down a, a little bit. Uh, we're not far from the San Antonio River. Uh, which does go through San Antonio, downtown San Antonio with the river walk. And that was neat. We did that Sunday. Yeah, the river walk was really neat. I've, we've both been there before, but it was nice to experience it again. Together for together. the first time. Right. And we also went up, as I like to do, and saw the view of the city from up high. Yeah, the Tower of the Americas. It's like almost 700 feet, I think. And uh, there's a rotating restaurant up there. We had lunch on Sunday. It was very good. And uh, then, yeah, we walked walked around and uh, saw some nice stuff and had a beverage at the oldest restaurant on the Riverwalk. And then we walked around some more. I mean, it's a really a nice and scenic. And even though it's a hot day. There's a lot of shade. There's a lot of shade. And it's not too terrible. And then you can also take a boat ride in, on the river. Yeah, we got to do that sometime. Um, I think it'd be fun. You, you kind of get like a little history of San Antonio as, as you go along. Uh, we actually heard one of the uh, boat tour guides, whatever, point out the friendship torch that was up on the street level, and that was a gift to the city of San Antonio from the country of Mexico to symbolize the friendship between the two countries. Yeah, we also saw that from the tower as well. Mm -hmm. That was pretty cool. And I just want to point out, there's a lot that you can do inexpensively there are probably i'm sure there are things you can do that are expensive but even going up in the tower we went up and ate and the observation deck was included in the cost of as long as you bought an entree well, you know, uh, but although nobody checked our receipts, I think we could have walked into the, we could have taken the elevator to the restaurant and just hopped on the thing to the observation maybe, deck. Maybe, but <laughs> my point is, it's not that expensive. No. It's thirteen bucks for an adult. I'm not, sure. Adult, I didn't yeah. see what the children's price was, but I don't think it's too expensive. So, no, not at all. Just thinking about things that a family could do if they wanted to yeah. go. It's kind of neat walking around Sunday too. We saw a lot of uh, Air Force folks because. This was graduation weekend for the basic training at Lackland Air Force Base. So we saw a lot of uh, young new airmen and airwomen walking around downtown San Antonio with their families. Uh, but let's back up to Austin, though. Things got a little batty up there. Oh, I knew you were going to do something like that. <laughs> they did. It was That was a really cool experience, and I'm glad that we made that detour mm -hmm. to go there. Yeah, we basically... Made a detour, and there is a Facebook Live up on my Facebook page. You can find me, Ron Clements. It's it's public. A whole Facebook Live where we got there. We were worried we weren't going to get to Austin in time to see the bats come out from the Ann Richards Bridge on Congress Avenue. Yeah, they say that it, they can start coming out as early as like 20 minutes before dusk. 
right or sundown but luckily for us they waited about 10 minutes after dusk to come out but we were already there we parked for free at the newspaper there in austin the american statesman and uh so that was nice that they had free parking after six o'clock for people who want to come out and, and watch the bats come out and once they did come out they just kept coming and coming and coming and coming they and did, coming. And you can walk up the trail from the parking lot that we were in. It's a nice little trail that runs along the river there. Um, you can go hiking and biking along that trail. We saw too. a lot of people. There was one woman who uh, actually was a little frustrated that people watching the bats were blocking the pathway. She's like, it's a pathway, not a patio. <laughs> yeah, I, but I guess I I can understand if, if you live there and you want to do things at that time of night but i would think you would just learn to avoid it to be honest but uh, yeah okay. you, yeah one would think right but anyway it was really neat um and you can go along that path you can also rent boats you can rent a kayak um there's actually i think my, maybe like a sightseeing boat that takes you yeah there's there some well. kind of like a bat cruise right no 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 bat cruise oh my gosh so on the tv the other night, oh, the Batman, old, the old Batman yeah, shows Adam were on. West. Oh my goodness. I had never actually, I have to tell you folks, I had never actually watched an episode. I don't I even seen, know how that's possible. I had seen that you've like never little seen. pieces of it, but I had never actually watched an episode to Yeah, see when they did the fight scene and they're showing the boom and the pow. That I know. You, that was not a surprise yeah, to me. Yeah, but you didn't even, but you didn't, you had never actually seen that though? I had seen little pieces, but not like, but again, more of what I'm talking about is I did not realize how cheesy tongue and cheek. Oh, totally. And intentionally, at least I hope, intentionally dumb the dialogue is. (laughs) And the acting, you know, wasn't bad acting, but almost felt like intentional bad acting. I don't know. Don't you disparage the great Adam West. (laughs) You I'm not, not even talking that. about him. I'm talking about everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, a couple of those actors I recognized, and I know they're good actors. So, again, I don't think it's about that. I think it's about intentionally being that way silly. Yeah, definitely was campy, and, and it was there for comedy. <laughs> it, definitely a much different take on the most recent Batman movies that have been so serious. Right. Especially... The Christopher Nolan ones with Christian Bale, um, you know, those were definitely dark. Those were dark, yeah. Yeah. My favorite, though, Michael Keaton will always be my favorite Batman. Oh, of course. Even though the second Batman movie with him was not very good, Tim Burton took that to a very weird place, as Tim Burton tends to do. Well, that's what you get, I guess. (laughs) Again, we were talking with somebody else about that the other day, and yeah, Michael Keaton, best Batman. But, anywho, seeing the Bats... That is awesome. It is something that if you do go to Austin, you have to oh, see. Oh, it's a must. You have to see it. It's, it is, it's free. It, it doesn't cost anything. Right. And it's, and it's just, it's it's surreal. That, it's, that was something you, you said when we were watching him come I out. I did. And because it is surreal, it is like nothing anybody can explain to you. No. Like nobody. Even seeing the videos. It, yeah. Nobody even knows like why the bats chose that bridge. They just did. It's just like they just started piling in there one day and or whenever it was. And they, they like the little thin crevices where they uh, put in the uh, supports for the bridge. And my question, though, is what do they do when the bridge needs maintenance? What happens to those bats? I don't know. But yeah. what I do know is I was reading a little bit about it. And 
a lot of it is because of their habitats being taken away that they go to places like this. But there are 1.5 million bats in there. And you look at those tiny little cracks and you're like, how can there be that many? But then you see them keep coming and coming and coming yeah. and you're like, wow. I know, right? They're just up in there and the the little cracks that are, I mean, we say cracks, I mean, they're intentionally there. They're part of the bridge. crevices. Yeah, they're part of the bridge construction, but they're about seven inches wide. Obviously, they look smaller from down on ground level right you know we're looking you know 100 feet up in the air or whatever but yeah unbelievable though to watch him come out and it starts out as a trickle and then it's like a flood right and then after they're still going and still going yeah how long was it after that we walked across the bridge oh even we came back we saw something yeah it was about 20 minutes later after about 20 minutes we were on top of the bridge then and yeah they were still coming out then we went to go eat (laughs) because driving across west texas again we had a lunch, but now we're talking about 8.30 at night, and we still had not eaten dinner. Yeah, because we wanted to get there and see the bats. Right. So we just powered through, but then we were hungry. So we went to Cooper's Pit Barbecue there in downtown Austin, and Yummy. that was a good decision. Absolutely. That was yeah, so good. Very good. But then even after we ate and we were walking back to the car, the bats were still, I don't know if they were coming out, but they were still flying around, flying but they were still around, very, right? very active. Yeah, we were kind of joking around that it's like the teenage bats are like, we're not going to go down the river with the rest of you. We're going to stick around here. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sure that's what their voice sounds like as well. I didn't even know you did a bad impression. Now you do. Yeah, wow. (laughs) Uh, I don't know much about Houston. Never been there before. I know it's the fourth largest city in the country. Uh, Never been to Minute Maid Park. Don't know much about Minute Maid Park. I am really looking forward to it. We should be going with some family members we've mentioned uh um i referred to her before caressa as a family friend but um she was actually adopted by your cousin marjorie when she was like 12 years old um so let's just refer to her as family she is family she's a cousin yeah you just didn't realize it but i know right yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then hopefully my brother will be able to come down from san antonio and go to a game with us next sunday as well he's uh hoping to do that he's got crazy work yeah i understand crazy work i've been there right but and you believe we're we're only a few days away from september i mean this weekend this coming weekend will be september and in less than a week we will only have three stadiums left yeah i i can't believe it either we ran into some people from the midwest when we were at the barbecue place we apparently had the Midwest table because we, we went over. Initially sat down next to a, a couple folks from Chicago. Yeah. The, it was a dad and a son. The son was getting ready to, the dad was dropping the son off for college. He was a freshman at the University of Texas in right. Austin there. And, and then, then we saw some folks that came in after us and they were from Minneapolis. And I was just thinking about, my point is how long ago it was that we were at those stadiums. It seems like yesterday, but on the other hand, it was a while ago and we've been through a lot of places since then father's day weekend we were in chicago and right after the fourth of july we went to games on july 7th and 8th at target field and uh july 7th was a big treat because that was the game that lutheran or no family alternatives of minneapolis got the tickets from the minnesota twins had some kids go out to a game there that was cool uh, and then july 8th is when the twins player hit that car and i'm still disappointed that no <laughs> No fan you're, wins the car. You're never going to let let that go, are you? No. I think if if a player hits a car that's tucked under a stairwell in the concourse, 
some fan should win that car. <laughs> Have the player sign it, and yeah, boom. Sure. Win-win. Right. Except for maybe the dealership, but hey. That, I think that would be great PR for the dealer, giving away a car. And how often would that actually happen, though? I mean, yeah, we saw it in person, but the car is 450 feet from home plate or whatever it was and under a stairwell. <laughs> yeah, that would be rare and difficult to hit, for sure. And I, it was cool that we saw it, though. Yep. I think what's really neat, though, is when we, and we'll talk about this later, too, when we get up there, but in Arlington, Texas, we're, do, we're doing all 30 stadiums in a single season. But after we go to a game in Arlington on September 4th, so a week from tomorrow, that will be your lifetime 30th Major League Baseball stadium because you've been to Kauffman Stadium and you've been to Bush Stadium. I have. And it will be a milestone for me. It will. And I get to beat you. Ha ha. Yeah, I have to wait till we get to Kauffman Stadium in Kansas City because <laughs> I've never been there. That's an awesome stadium, I got to tell you. Um, we were talking about this earlier. I kind of put you on the spot. Actually, it was Sunday when we got back from our... Uh, walk around downtown i was like what would be your bottom five because we know what our top five are or top six or whatever my bottom three in order would be oakland coliseum tropicana field and city field and city field is ranked way below those other two (laughs) yeah i we all if anyone's listened to some of these episodes they know your opinion of city field right but to me, another one that goes into that, I was trying to think through it as you... Yeah, I know you're not a fan of Nationals Park or Yankee Stadium. True. Again, too much concrete. And the co- co- very cost prohibitive. Yeah, there were some deals, though, that you could get at Yankee Stadium, but they had the chicken bucket deal right. with the... Which could feed like a family of four for like 20 bucks. That... Right. But again, that wasn't really my beef. Speaking of chicken, haha. Anyway. <laughs> Those don't go together. My problem was, again, all the concrete and Uh that I didn't care for. So I would say that Yankee Stadium would be in the bottom for me. People from New York are not happy right now because we have Yankee Stadium and City Field in our bottom five. (laughs) Sorry, folks. Just the way I feel about it. National Park is just really difficult to get to. There's, uh, I mean, it's a nice looking stadium, but there's not much atmosphere to it. Well, the first time we went was before this trip, mm-hmm. and we did find that restaurant that was recommended to us that we went to beforehand that you could walk along that way, and that was kind of nice, but it's still, it's just not, I think it might be getting built up down there, and I don't know what they finished off before the All-Star game, but I don't know, I'm just, it's it's one I'm not crazy about either, but I'm not... It's not the worst. Again, the only stadium we hate, though, is City Field. We we, we don't That's hate any... That's strong for you. Okay. Okay. I disliked it, but I don't know if I would say I hated it as okay, much the, as you did. Okay. Again, City Field way at the bottom, and then there's some separation between Oakland Coliseum and Tropicana Field. We don't like really dislike any other any of the other other stadiums, though. And we True. will we will rank all of these when we're done when we're through St. Louis. We will rank all these and talk about it, 1 through 30. But 1 through 27 is going to be, or 1 through 25, I guess, is going to be very hard. It's going to be hard in the middle, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, what would be 20, 
25 right now, you know? It's like, I, I don't know. I have no idea. Right, because it's not that there's anything particularly bad about a lot of the stadiums. It's just that something stood out from another yeah, one more than it did. other stadiums have better amenities and stuff, and so, but right. anyway, that is for a, another show at a later time. Right now, we got to hit the road, head on down to Houston, see the... Astros and Athletics, and this is these are two teams that are contending for the American League West. So this is a huge series at Minute Maid Park. So this ought to be fun. Should be a great atmosphere. I mean, the Astros are the defending World Series champions, so I expect a, an electric atmosphere. And we're getting closer to September. We're in late late August, so we're this is pennant chase time, and we have two contending teams playing each other on Tuesday. That this is going to be fun. Yeah, that'll be an interesting one to see for sure. And we'll talk about that on Thursday's episode of the Home Run on Wheels podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great week. The stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of Texas, the prairie sky is wide and high. Deep in the heart of Texas, the coyotes wail along the trail. Deep in the heart of Texas, the rabbits rush around the brush. Deep in the heart of Texas.